welcome to the Daily Woven Podcast. I'm your host, Casey Dow. This is the podcast all about making with fiber and the sheep who grow the wool we love to create with. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to this week's episode. I am so excited because today I'm going to be sharing my top secret list that won't be top secret anymore of the five heritage breeds of sheep I'm considering to raise on our farm and some of the reasons why. And after you hear the breeds I'm going to be choosing between, I would love if you would screenshot yourself listening to this episode and tag me in it on Instagram or Facebook at Dearly Woven and write on there which breed you think I will choose. And I will share it on my Instagram and Facebook stories. I will also post a picture to go along with this episode so you can comment with your guesses on there as well. So before I get to the breeds, I just want to say getting my list down to five was so hard. (laughs) With each interview, I have fallen in love with each breed of sheep because each one are special in their own ways. And as I have learned about each one, I continue to see just how important it is to conserve and protect all of them. We need all of these guys for all of their unique qualities. So, with that said, in no particular order, here are the five breeds I am considering for our farm. So, first off, the Jacob sheep. If you go back to episode four, I interviewed Steph of Hawthorne and Thistle Farmstead, and she shares about her experience with Jacob sheep and all about her farm. So, you can go and check that out if you want to hear more about her experience. But some of the reasons I am considering them... First off is their silly personality as I have read more about them and um, seen actually some of Steph's videos and some other people that raise Jacob's sheep. They just have such a silly and fun personality. Um, Also, their horns are so unique. They can have anywhere up to six horns. It's usually, I think, two or four, but their horns are just so unique and give them a really unique look. I also love their wide range of fiber quality, not only in the colors, but also in the wool texture and micron count. They just have an extremely wide variety. They're also a docile breed, which is something I'm really considering with my kids. You know, they're going to be out there helping me and all of that with them and interacting with them. So that's definitely something I'm looking for in a breed. And also, this isn't necessarily a reason, but I think that them getting the name Jacob from the Bible in the book of Genesis is really neat. Um, I know there is no evidence linking these sheep to the biblical flock by genetics or anything, but I think it's neat that they got the name Jacob from the book of Genesis in the Bible. So those are some of the reasons I'm considering Jacob sheep. And moving on to the next one is the Hog Island sheep. If you go back to episode 11, I interviewed Ellie of Holly Hill Ranch, and I also on episode 13, interviewed Laura of LaBella Farm, and they both raise Hog Island sheep. So you can go back and listen to those episodes and hear about their experiences with the Hog Island. Um, some of the reasons I'm considering these guys are they are native to Virginia, so that's really cool. They have a really cool history, and they are used to all the humidity we get here in Virginia. So that's one of the reasons. Another reason is they are on the critical list. So that means they have a global population less than 2,000 and all the other sheep on this on my list that I'm talking about are in the threatened category. So that means there's a global population of less than 5,000. 
So these guys need a little bit more of the voted breeders to really help bring their numbers up and keep them around. And they actually, though, um, the Livestock Conservancy put out a post um, a week or so ago that they hit their 2000th registry for the Hog Islands. Um, so that's really cool. And another reason I'm considering them is lanolin, which might sound funny to some, but I really enjoy working with wool that has um, a bit of lanolin in it. Um, these guys are known for a lot of lanolin, but I just don't like working with wool that's really been stripped completely of lanolin. I like to have a little bit of that left in there. So these guys, they're known to have quite a bit of lanolin. And I've also worked with a little bit of fiber from hog, the Hog Island breed. I worked with some fleece that I've gotten from Laura of Lobella Farm. And I have also worked with some mill spun yarn from Ellie of Holly Hill Ranch. And I designed a hat in that. And that pattern should be coming out in, I think, the beginning of September is when I'm planning to have that pattern out. So those are some of the reasons I'm considering the Hog Island breed. Moving on to the next one is the Lincoln Longwolves. If you go back to episode three, I interviewed Emmeline of Orchard View Lincoln Longwolves. And again, you can go back and listen to that episode and hear her experience raising this breed and um, all about her farm. Some of the reasons I'm considering them are they have long and strong fiber that is so shiny and it comes in white and the natural color sheet, which they have just an assortment of colors on one fleece so that's really cool they are also super cute um i like their size i like that they are one of the biggest breeds if not the biggest breed of sheep um and but they're docile so they're really big but they're docile i also like that they are pulled i i don't think i mentioned with the hog island they can be horned or pulled whether ram or ewe um, but these guys, the Lincolns, they are pulled, Ram and you. And that's something I am, you know, I have to really think about with kids. I'm going to take precautions no matter whether we choose a breed with horns or pulled, but it's just something to consider. And also I worked with some roving and yarn from Emmeline and recently published a pattern. I used Emmeline's yarn to design this pattern and it's called the Shepherd's Way Shawl. And so you can check that out on Ravelry or my website. And yeah, it was fun to work with that because, you know, long wools are known to be coarser wool. So I really wanted to work with it to see exactly what it felt like. So it was fun to work with that and really learn the fiber and what it works best for. Have you been enjoying the podcast and would like to help support it? You can head over to my website, dailywoven.com, and purchase a Heritage Sheep Journey shirt or tote. 10% of all the proceeds from the t-shirts are donated to the Livestock Conservancy. Alright, now let's get back to this week's episode. So moving on to the next breed, the Black Welsh Mountain Sheep. If you go back to episode six, I interviewed Stephanie of Feathered Horse Farm, and she raises Black Welsh Mountain Sheep in Idaho, and so you can go back and listen to her story of and experience raising them, but I just think they are so beautiful and just majestic looking. The rams, like solid black and horns, and 
They are a great dual purpose breed, which is something we want on our farm. And they are extremely hardy and excellent foragers. Um, Their lambs are known to be really vigorous. And I also have gotten some roving from Stephanie and her sheep and have really enjoyed working with that as well. And now moving on to the fifth and final breed I'm considering is the Rommeldale CBM. If you go back to episode two, which was my first interview, it was with Diane of Harvest Hill Acres. And so you can go back and listen to her experiences with Rommeldale. And um, I love that they are a fine wool breed that is next to skin quality. And they also come in a multitude of colors. I have worked with yarn from Diane of Harvest Hill Acres. And I've also bought some yarn from Ramsey Farm and knit a like sweater shirt kind of thing with it. And it really is. It's so soft. And I would say it's comparable to Merino, just how soft it was. And I know it can vary from sheep to sheep and flock to flock too. But yeah, it was so soft. They are also so cute. And they are, again, a polled breed. And they are docile and friendly as well, which again is something I'm really looking for in a breed of sheep. So there you have it. These are the five breeds I am considering, and I am hoping to have my final choice within a few weeks. I am so excited, but it's going to be so hard. I know it is going to take me really narrowing in on what is going to fit our family best, what I'm really looking for for wool type, and our resources here on our farm. So again, I would love if you all would share with me on Instagram or Facebook what breed you think I will choose. And until next time, take care and keep creating with fiber. Hey.